0: Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, episode 48. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a a pretty quick one here, but I think an important one. So in this episode we're gonna discuss mixing and the concept is that mixing music is all about compromise. So mixing music can be an incredibly difficult task if you don't learn to grasp the concept of balance and compromise. All mixes are a compromise. Your job is to choose the hierarchy between each separate sound or instrument in your song. A big mistake is thinking that every instrument is going to be an A player in your mix. The more things you have going on in your mix, the less room you can give to each one of them. The more sounds or instruments in your mix, the less room each of them can take up in a mix. If you want each instrument to sound bigger, you have to reduce the number of instruments. The reason a band like Nirvana sounded so huge is because there were only three instruments and each sat in a different frequency range So they complemented each other instead of interfering with each other. If you're an electronic music producer, chances are you're going to have many more than three sounds in your song. It's also not as easy as just dividing every sound equally across the board. The fact is that some sounds are going to be more important than others. For example, your backing vocals are going to be less important than your main vocals. Strings and pads are going to be less important than your lead sounds. Back in my days of mixing other bands, it was a challenge when every musician wanted their part louder in the mix. The fact is, if everything is louder, then nothing's louder. It can also be tempting in a mix to solo each instrument separately and try to make every sound as upfront and in your face as possible. Once again, if everything is in your face, nothing really is. Many amateur producers make the mistake when EQing to kind of boost the mid frequencies of every sound. They solo each sound separately, and when you boost those mids, it makes that individual sound seem to sound better. But what ends up happening is it completely throws off the mix and ends up with every instrument battling for the same frequency. And this is the fastest way to end up with a tinny mix that has no bottom end. Here's a few ways you can get a more balanced mix where every instrument has its own place. One, start by rating each of your sounds from one to three. One being the most important and three being the least. This will let you know which sounds you can sacrifice to give more space to your more important sounds. Number two, work on your reductive EQing. Remove unnecessary frequencies to make more room in your mix for other sounds. Three, use panning to give each instrument a place in the stereo field. This will help sounds that use the same frequencies from interfering with one another. Number four, when mixing an instrument, try these two techniques. First, turn up the instrument that you're mixing louder than it needs to be in the mix. Then slowly bring it back down as low as you can without losing its impact. As you do this, try listening to every sound in the mix, except for the one you're mixing. This lets you know how a particular instrument is affecting the rest of your mix. The idea here is if you turn a sound up a little too loud, your brain notices it. So your brain will be able to follow that as you pull the volume down. And you can really get a much better idea of where the sound should sit in the mix. Whereas if you start from a low volume and turn it up, it takes your brain longer to identify that sound. And usually by the time it identifies the sound, it's too loud in your mix. Number five, there are situations where two instruments are both important, but at different times. Let's say guitars and vocals as an example. In this case, the only time the guitar is less important is when the vocals come in. By lightly side chaining the guitar to the vocals, the guitar will only be pushed down in the mix when the vocals come in and otherwise remain up front in the mix. While many producers are familiar with side-chaining parts to their kick drum, you could also get incredibly good results by side-chaining less important parts to more important parts. It gives the illusion of everything having impact at the right time without all your parts fighting for attention. When you fully understand the idea that a mix is a compromise, you'll be able to make more realistic and informed decisions that will ultimately give you much better results. Obviously, one podcast is not going to solve all your mixing issues, but hopefully, this will point you in a useful direction. With that, have a fantastic day, and happy music making. So there you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you do, please subscribe to the podcast and show this with your fellow music producers. You can also follow me on Instagram by searching Ableton Music Habits or Ableton under slash music under slash habits. If you'd like to connect with me more directly, you can uh, fill out a quick form at musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application. And we'll tackle your current challenges as well as giving you your best next steps to take your music to the next level. Take care and see you guys next time.